0: The power of more from Brockmeyer and Salo. Innovation Thinking.
1: Today's episode is about live trade events before, during, and after Corona. We have Iman Pulis, the founder and CEO of Sigma, in the virtual studio. My name is Christian Salo, and before we get our guest into the conversation, I would like to introduce the co host of the podcast. Dieter Brockmeier, the innovation expert at the Diplomatic World Institute. Hello Dieter, how are you today? Hi
2: Christian, it's always great. Uh, we had a little uh, pause in our podcast production, I think something like three weeks where we didn't do anything. Uh, one of the reasons was I was in Dubai where at an amazing conference, the AIBC, the uh, Artificial Intelligence Blockchain Summit and it was an amazing experience and therefore i'm very happy that the relaunch after this pause is with iman Poulis. he is the ceo of sigma group and the brain behind the aibc in malta but also now in dubai
1: let's go to our special guest iman Poulis. hello iman thank you very much for joining us today how are you
0: it's a pleasure to be here with you guys thank you for having me i'm doing pretty good myself
1: Eman, you're right now in Malta. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your business.
0: Sure. Well, I'm just an events guy, right? This is what I've always done in my life. Started at a young age organizing parties. Soon I got tired of it. So I morphed into a conference organizer. Then COVID hit us about a year and a half ago. And it made me realize that there's more Uh, to our business than uh, events so from an events company we morphed into a media company and we morphed also into an affiliate company and today I'm proud to say that since COVID we have doubled our workforce uh, from a small number of 30 people to over 70 people nowadays
1: So that means actually you scheduled a lot of international conferences before Corona, then Corona came, the lockdown, people couldn't travel.
0: Was it a shock? Oh, absolutely. I was lost the first few months, and I thought that the virus would let us work in peace. So we tried to weather the storm without innovating. But reality sunk in after months were rolling by, so we decided to innovate. We decided to look at this from a fresh set of eyes, and I must say we were thrilled uh, to overcome the pandemic, or at least the first part of it, and even launch our first successful show outside of Malta for the very first time, and successfully, I must say. That was in Dubai two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, uh, you had a lot of things uh, planned for two thousand twenty. I think you uh, you wanted to bring the AIBC brand and the other your other conference brands across the world. I think in six different locations, and then it, you ended up uh, with, with Dubai. But instead, you already said you became an affiliate company. I think you acquired the affiliate Grand Slam for the first time. You brought it to Dubai, so. Uh, this was really a huge transition from uh, from my point of view. And um, also I realized that all this, also the AIBC summit scheduled for Malta from spring to summer to spring and then uh, to spring again, it was postponed. So, uh, the, and then finally he said, okay, we do it in Dubai uh, a month later than the AIBC was, the Malta was scheduled for the last time. Yeah. Uh, this really uh, gives the impression that you really were struggling quite a bit to, uh, to define your right strategy. Is that correct?
0: Well, Look, no one really knew how uh, this pandemic would turn out to be right in the initial months. So we thought we would keep things as they are and weather the storm. However, after a few postponements, postponements of the previous show, we decided to uh, reinvent ourselves so we became a media and news agency. We have newscasters and videographers in major jurisdictions that report to our central office um, and we dish out a lot of content on a daily basis. We have launched a number of exhibitions not only in Molda but we've launched exhibitions in the in Asia, in Africa, in the Americas. And the first one was in the GCC. And that's going on really, really well. And we also launched a new show focusing on digital marketing, uh, which is called Affiliate Grand Slam. Mm.
2: But it's uh, not uh, Affiliate Grand Slam, it's also uh, an online community.
0: Well, it's a physical conference, which was inaugurated in Dubai, we have the next Affiliate Grand Slam in Malta Um, it brings together like-minded people from the digital marketing world, whether it's bloggers, whether it's SEO gurus, whether it's influencers, vloggers, uh, social media marketeers, you name it, we expect them at the show.
2: Okay, let's go to, to Dubai now. Uh, this really was an amazing event. And I think at the beginning you thought it would be kind of slow, but then suddenly the last two weeks before the event, it was picking up and it was really record-breaking. What is uh, a special atmosphere or the special environment in Dubai that, that you first choose it for a pandemic no. uh, event or uh, event during pandemic? and what's uh, your
0: experience? I think it goes to show how nimble our company has remained. We stayed alert on uh, which countries are ahead of the curve in terms of herd immunity, in terms of vaccination. So sometime in March, 2021, we decided to take the leap of faith and excuse the word. Um, the clock was ticking. And in March, collectively as a team here, we said, fuck it. Dubai seems to be doing really well. Let's go for Dubai. So we only, in truth, we only had seven weeks to fill up the floor plan, promote the show, bring the government on board, bring close to 5,000 delegates from investors, blockchain, AI um, revolutionaries, investors, startups, media. And we brought the entire ecosystem at the Dubai Festival City, and it was a mega success.
2: What was the reason for the success? Just that people were thirsting for physical events again? A
0: a combination of things, right? I think we, I don't want to blow trumpets, but we know what we're doing when it comes to events. Uh, We know how to curate a crowd because the secret sauce of our events lies not only in the content, world-class content with world-class speakers, but it's also in the evening networking events. A lot of dinners, a lot of networking events were going on, which is where the magic happens. So, uh, quite frankly, we're good at that. Um, But it's not only that, right? We got the full support from the Dubai government. Uh, The Dubai government not only sanctioned our show, but they also endorsed us with uh, financial contribution. And uh, that gave us the confidence that we needed to plow ahead with the show. But I think most importantly of all is uh, the, the COVID, right? People have spent over a year locked up at home and they're desperate to do business face to face the way we know how to do it best. You know, kudos to Zoom. It's great to be able to take a phone call on Zoom and to take a meeting over Zoom. You don't need to fly to Stockholm to meet your board of advisors anymore. However, when it comes to conferences like we do and exhibitions like we do, we remain today one of the most efficient way to travel and do business. People, thanks to us, had the opportunity to travel to Dubai and line up 20, 50, 100 very good meetings back to back and that remains today the most efficient way to do business.
2: And also, uh, one thing that is uh, that can't beat life events is element of circumstance that so you're bumping into people you don't think of, not pre-scheduled, and uh, suddenly ideas are popping up that uh, usually wouldn't pop up, and you can't have that in a in an online environment. The networking, exactly. uh, the networking uh, options there, you always need to pre-register and say, "I want to meet this person for this and this reason." So this circumstance and the, the, the mere chance of developing new ideas, I think that's something that is really yeah. very uh, essential for life events and that can't yeah. be
0: compensated online. I would, I would take it only... Uh, I'll give you a small example very, very quickly. Um, think of Coldplay. Do you know Coldplay? It's one of yeah. my favorite bands. Um, it's one thing listening to Coldplay on YouTube. It's another thing having two VIP tickets to a sold-out concert, and you can go with your best friend to listen to Coldplay. Same music, different vibe. This is what a real conference can do in comparison with a Zoom conference.
2: Okay, so uh, let's talk a little bit about Dubai as innovation hub. Uh, There's a lot of money uh, there, of course, Um, that's not surprising. Um, And uh, next to your conference, I think there were two or three more Blockchain uh, conferences. Many well, not, Many re- n- not really competing with you, and I think it was basically the same key personnel on all the same on all the conferences. Whenever but, so this was kind of funny. What is the magic behind that? I mean, how can you be successful when you have the same key people uh, speaking at a lot of competing conferences yeah. almost <laughs> the
0: same time? I I wouldn't call them competing, I would say there's a great ecosystem where everyone wants to make a small living, right? So we come with the show, we bring the speakers, it's inevitable that we're going to have a dozen other small conferences happening on the same week with us. Those same folks approach superstar speakers that we fly in, and to be quite honest with you, we don't restrict speakers from going elsewhere while they're at our show. Um, we believe a lot in synergetic effects, that one plus one makes three, doesn't make two. Um, so we welcome competition with arms wide open.
2: Yeah, but the amazing thing is that this, this small place is big enough to, attra- to attract so many people that um, actually, everybody can, can live on it and not uh, do business and, and
0: develop things. It is. I'll tell you why. If someone is thinking of coming to Dubai for our conference, now all of a sudden has our conference and there is another 12 small seminars going on around the same week, it's going to persuade you to decide in favor of flying in, right? Because there are so many more opportunities where you can meet influential people. So once again, um, I know all these organizers and I embrace what they're doing and I welcome them always with arms wide open to co-host events with us during that week.
2: So that's uh, when we are now looking to Malta and Malta week with all your conferences bundled uh, bundled in one spot and in one week is uh, now scheduled in November and the chances are good that it really will happen this time. Um but you don't have this kind of vibrant environment as in Dubai and still I remember the last um, AIBC and medical Cabanas uh, cannabis they were they were bundled I think in the in the same week in uh, November 19 uh, you attracted you still attracted something like 15,000 people. Um, how how are you doing that in a much smaller, Economies and the Dubai economy. You have a lot of money on the on the island yourself, but definitely not as much as in Dubai. So it's a completely yeah. different ecosystem and power behind it. And still, um, Malta can uh, Malta too can defend its position as innovation
0: hub. Yeah, um, great question. It's true. Malta is not as well connected. Um, as Dubai it doesn't have the same infrastructure as Dubai for conferences. And, uh, but politically, Malta is also situated in a very good location. It's in close proximity to three continents. You have Europe to the north, then you have um, the GCC area to the um, uh, east, and you have Africa to the south. So geopolitically, Malta has a lot to offer. More important than that, Malta as a state has always been able to punch above its weight when it comes to regulating new um, fora. For instance, Malta was one of the very first uh, to create a set of fiscal incentives for companies to relocate to Malta, one. Then came 2004. Malta was at the forefront in creating a legislative framework for online gambling companies to operate in a sound environment. Two, 2018 Malta was again one of the very first countries in the world to create uh, three sets of bills to regulate blockchain technology. This was back in 2018. 2019 Malta was one of the first to create a set of incentives for artificial intelligence. Um, So I would say Malta is not as big as Dubai. Um, Malta is not as accessible in terms of transportation. Um, But that has never stopped people from recognizing the efforts that the government has been doing in this forum.
2: And uh, another thing, of course, is Malta can offer some tax incentives within the European Union that makes it a very interesting uh, location for uh, being present uh, on the island.
0: Well, let's not forget Malta is part of the European Union and remains uh, a big part of the European Union. So we're not talking about some offshore jurisdiction here. Everything is above board. Everything is compliant. Everything has the rubber stamp of the European Union. So I think countries that want to operate in a safe environment, in a sound uh, regulated environment, they find in Malta a great setup um, to run their business from. So give us
2: a little uh, preview of Malta Week. What are, what are you expecting?
0: We're expecting 20,000 people this November between the 16th and the 19th. And the numbers we're hitting will be spread across four summits that we're doing in the same week. We're doing a summit on iGaming, online gambling, which is a big industry worldwide that is also looking heavily into blockchain and AI, so we're also doing AIBC, we're also doing a digital marketing summit, and finally we're doing a medical technology and medical cannabis summit. So we have four shows, several of whom allow for a lot of cross-pollination between each other.
2: So, uh, what is um, the meaning for live events? We already talked about the meaning for live events in business. Uh, But uh, when we're talking about innovation, technical innovation, about implementation of new technologies, um, what is the meaning of live events for that? And especially in such a uh, nice uh, community as Malta is.
0: What is the meaning of live events?
2: For innovation, for fostering innovation and for pushing innovation in technology and...
0: Yeah, again, as, as we were saying before, right, um, business is not done between companies. It's done between people. A lot of the communication that goes on between two people is nonverbal. verbal it, it doesn't happen with what we say. It happens with how we um, articulate ourselves nonverbally. This is all stuff which is best communicated in person and not through a Zoom conference. So that's why I'm a strong believer that live conferences are an essential part of the ecosystem. And if we want um, new technology to be embraced by governments, by policymakers, by startups, by investors, um, we need to have more and more of these events worldwide.
1: Well,
2: I'm just thinking of the um, example of Ru Patel, who was uh, really showcasing his uh, integrated blockchain ecosystem. And I think it was a perfect environment uh, for him to do it there because everybody was there. He could um, everybody connect to his ecosystem and prove uh, that it is working. I think uh, this was one of the big issues for him and what um, what's making your show so valuable for him?
0: Oh, I love Muru. I think the energy he brings, not only on his stand, but to the show in general, is unparalleled.
1: Given all your experience before and after Corona, what are your recommendations for holding future events, actually?
0: People are thirsty to fly again. uh, They can't wait to jump on a plane for the next big conference. Um, Yeah, my my advice to anyone who plans on doing something of this sort is to go for it because demand is there. Um, We just have to weather a bit the storm for a little longer um, until we reach herd immunity um, all over the world, right?
2: Well, that's a big advantage of Malta right now. Uh, You guys announced herd immunity already a few weeks ago. Number one.
0: Uh, Number one worldwide, yes.
2: What uh, does that mean for your plans? Uh, What will 2022 look like uh, for you like? I think you already are planning very heavily for this
0: first open year again, as we all hope. Absolutely. So November 2021... This year, between the 16th and the 19th, we're expecting 20,000 delegates coming to Malta. And our plans for 2022 are also very intensive. Uh, We have plans to do a show in Africa in uh, March, a show in Dubai in May, a show in Canada in September, as well as a show in Malta back in November.
2: So closer again to your original plan for
0: 2020. In 2020, we planned on doing two big shows. Never in our history, um, since the company was founded, did we plan to do four events, one every season. Um, It was only thanks to COVID that we had the time to regroup ourselves and rethink our strategy and take it from there.
2: You are proposing a bright future, not only for Sigma, but also for all of us.
0: Oh, absolutely. There is a big fat silver lining to this COVID storm.
2: Thanks, uh, Emran. It was really great talking to you, and that you shared your vision and your energy. I think there came a lot of things across, and yeah, I'm hoping to see you again. Well, the latest in uh, in, the, uh, in November uh, in uh, in Malta. I really enjoyed it when I was uh, there in two th- uh, 2019.
0: Thank you, and I look forward to welcome you with arms wide open.
1: That was Eman Poulis, the founder and CEO at Sigma. Business is not only done between companies, business is done between people, was one of his statements. Thank you for the conversation.
0: Absolutely, a pleasure. To the power of more, from Brockmeyer and Zalo. innovation thinking.